Hi, welcome again to When the Scriptures Become Real. Again, a podcast where we study the scriptures together to help challenge our faith and to help our faith grow uh, so that we can be the servants that the Lord wants us to be in this life. Uh, last week on When the Scriptures Become Real, we discussed uh, it becomes real when we talk about loving our enemies. Uh, it's it's an easy thing to say to do. It's an easy thing to read. Um, but it's an even harder thing to uh, execute and really to follow that command. And so we studied how uh, when that actually happens to us that uh, we shouldn't have a vengeful attitude. We shouldn't have a, a bitter attitude you know, towards anyone, you know, no matter what's been done, um, so that we can you know, make sure that we're the right servants that the Lord wants us to be. And so this week, what we want to talk about kind of relays with that idea. Um, but again, it's it's a whole nother subject in itself. And we're going to talk about the scripture becomes real when we talk about forgiveness. You know, forgiveness is such a great tool. And it's something that not only um, our enemies need, but we need it, you know, because if we didn't have it, you know, where would we be? And so that's something that we need to extend uh, to all people. And no matter what's been done to us, that uh, we need to have that um, sense of forgiveness with, with all men. And so before we get started again, we usually start off with a positive quote for the day or something that kind of reminds us of what we're going to be studying today. And I read through a quote um, earlier this morning, and it simply said this about forgiveness. It said, forgiveness simply means loving someone enough to pursue healing instead of punishment when they have wronged you. You know, that's that's an amazing phrase, an amazing thought. And the first person that comes to my mind is Christ himself. You know, Christ, you know, as men, you know, we've done so much against him. You know, he created us. And, you know, as men, we are the ones that nailed him to the cross. You know, we're the ones that have done so much wrong and evil to him when he's done nothing to us. And, you know, Christ and God himself, instead of pursuing punishment, which was rightfully due to all of us, they decided to pursue forgiveness and healing and to give us an opportunity to be with them. It's an amazing thought. And so today what we're going to talk about is the scripture becomes real, talking about forgiveness. Now, when we talk about forgiveness, we hear about and we read you know, certain scriptures of, you know, the compassion of Christ, the compassion of other men and how they forgave. But what happens when it's hard for you to forgive? What happens when it's hard for me to forgive? Um, You know, what do we do? What do we say? How do we act? What's the right attitude to have? And that's what we want to discuss today. And, you know, a while ago I was studying um, forgiveness and I was studying about you know, how can I be a better forgiver? Because, you know, I'm not perfect. You know, I need forgiveness. And, you know, I just wanted to make sure that I was the right way. You know, I wanted to, you know, forgive the right way. And I want people to forgive me the right way. And so I was studying on how could I, you know, be a better forgiver? And what does that take um, for the Christian to become like God as he forgives us? Because we know, that when God forgives us, you know, the scripture says in the Psalms, as far as the east is from the west, he's taken all our sins from us. And so God truly, when we sin against him, which is 
you know, sin is a transgression uh, of the law of God. When we transgress that law and we repent and we ask for forgiveness, God literally takes it from the east, from the west, forgets it ever happened. It's thrown into the sea of forgetfulness. And when we talk about things that uh, people have done to us or what we have done to other people, you know, we are to have the attributes of our father. And one of the attributes of God is he is a God of compassion. Uh, he is a just God as well, but he's also a, a forgiving God. And we need to have that same attitude, not only uh, towards, you know, other people, but we need to have it towards brethren. You know, I, I fear at many times that it's so hard for sometimes for brethren to forgive each other. It's hard for, um, you know, there to be healing. It's hard for there to be unity in a lot of ways because we are so focused on on what's been done to us. We're so focused on, you know, how we've been wronged, you know, and when you focus so much on yourself and, and I'm talking to myself as well, when we focus so much on ourselves and what has been done to us, we make it so much about us that we forget to have the attribute of forgiveness that God has. And if you would, you will, let's get into the study because it leads right into the text of what we want to talk about today. And when I started studying this, it's not the normal, I'm putting up air quotes, it's not the normal forgiveness text that we would study. But if you go and you open up your Bibles to Luke chapter 17, I think this will uh, really help us out when we talk about uh, a, a lesson on forgiveness. Usually in some scriptures, in some uh, versions of, of the scripture, there's a little heading at the top of the number or at the top of the chapter number. And my heading number says it's a lesson on faith. And I was wondering while I studied this, well, why is it talking about forgiveness and it says it's a lesson on faith? Well, when we start to study this text, you'll start to see why it says it's a lesson on faith when it talks about forgiveness. Now, when we go to Luke chapter 17, this is when Jesus is with his disciples and his disciples uh, simply ask Christ about offenses and what should they do when uh, there have been offenses. Basically the same question that we're asking today. And so if we start in verse one, I want you to notice what Christ says to his disciples. Then he said unto the disciples, it is impossible, but the offenses will come. But woe unto him through whom they come. It were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and he was cast into the sea. than he should offend one of these little ones. Take heed unto yourselves. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him, and if he for, and if he repent, forgive him. And if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day turn again to thee, saying, I repent, well, thou shalt forgive them. And the apostle said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. Now let's stop there. Let's look at the example that Christ gives. He says, first off. When we talk about forgiveness and when we talk about faith, the first thing he says in verse three, which is very important, take heed to yourself. Look at yourself because you've been in a situation where you've wronged someone before, where you haven't been perfect, where you haven't done everything the way that you should have. Take heed to yourself. 
if thy brother trespass against thee. Now watch this. First rebuke him. And then if he repent, forgive him. So this is the ideal situation. If a brother trespasses against me and I come to that brother and if I tell that brother, look, X, 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 and this, you know, this happened, you know, X, Y, and Z, and he repents, I forgive him. End of story. And we walk together. But notice what he says here. But if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day, turn against thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. Okay, so let's get this scenario. Let's say the same brother that I just forgiven him of doing such action. He repeats that action seven more times that day. Or let's say he repeats that action next week. Or he repeats that action next month. What would most Christians do? I can't believe you did this again. I don't know how many more chances I can give you. You know, I don't know what else I can do. Why why do you keep, you know, doing this sin? Why do you keep on doing this? You know, I've actually heard some people say that before. And it's it's sad but true. I've actually heard some Christians say, I don't know if I can forgive them. I don't I don't know if I can forgive him. I don't know if I can forgive her. I want you to imagine you sinning against the Lord, which we've all done. What if God had that attitude towards you? Well, Matt, I don't know if I can forgive Jordan this time. He did this again. I don't know if I can forgive him. Did you know the the great thing about God and the great thing about God's forgiveness? It's one word. It's always consistent. And the amazing thing about the forgiveness of God is, is if I do this sin and I truly repent, he will forgive me just as much as if I did another sin. Because God is consistent. He's the same. But, you know, where we get tangled up and what happens with us is we'll forgive someone if they do this. But if they do something else, then we won't forgive them the same as if they did this. You see, that's not fair. That's not the right type of forgiveness that we should have. And Jesus explains here, if this brother that you've forgiven, if he does the same thing seven times in a day, well, then you were, you know, you forgive him. Now, I used this example before, but let's say, and you know, I had a friend named Joe and let's say Joe stole my car and, you know, without my permission, but Joe gives me the car the same day. Joe talks about it. Jordan, I'm sorry for stealing your car. Here it is. Please forgive me, brother. All right, I forgive you. Then let's say the next week, he does it three times. But each time, he comes back and forgives me or right, and, and repents. Okay. You see what repentance is and what forgiveness is? It takes faith to do that. Because, you know, we're human. And you know that we have the the opportunity, if you would say, or we would have, um, I guess, yeah, the opportunity, that's the best word I can think of at the moment, but we could do it again. You know, we're not perfect. And so if I do this once, maybe I don't try to do it again, but it's possible that I do it again. And it takes faith to really forgive someone 
knowing that they can do the same thing to you again. And God does the same thing to us, knowing that when we repent of sin, that we could do the exact same thing to him. But he still forgives every single time. That's the most amazing thing that he has. Is one of the most amazing attributes that God has is forgiveness. But at times, the easy thing to do is to hold a grudge. The easy thing to do is to be bitter. The easy thing to do is to be angry. That's easy to do. But you know the hard thing to do is to truly forgive someone. You know, we talk about it and it's, you know, we say, well, there's something that we all should do, which is true. But what happens when it's directed towards you that you've been wronged? Not anyone else, not, you know, don't put anybody else's situation here. Think about you when you've been wronged. How hard was it for you to forgive? How hard was it for me to forgive? It's it's not an easy action. And sometimes we think, you know, forgiveness, you know, we can forgive people, but we can't forget. Okay, I'll forgive you. But if this happens again, you see, we put stipulations on our forgiveness. You know, there's there's actually been times where I've seen other Christians, you know, give them stipulations to their forgiveness or, or give them, uh, you know, a chance mark. All right. Well, if this happens again then I won't be as forgiving as I was last time. Or if this happens again, or if this happens again, you see, they'll put stipulations on their forgiveness. What if God did that? What if God says, okay, I'll forgive you this time, but if you do it again, I won't forgive you like I did this time. What if he did that? You see, sometimes we have to put ourselves out of this and we have to think, what would the Lord do? Let's act like him. Now, I want you to notice when we go back to the text, if you read verse five, it says, and the apostle said unto the Lord, increase our faith. And the Lord said, if he had faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you might say unto the sycamore tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted in the sea and it should obey you. But which of you having a servant plowing or feeding cattle will say unto him, by and by, when is he come from the field? Go and sit down to meet. And will not rather say unto him, Make ready, wherewith I may sup, and gird thyself, and serve me, to have eaten and drunken, and afterward thou shalt eat and drink. Doth he thank the servant, because he did the things that were commanded him? Oh, I trow not. So likewise ye, when ye have done all these things that are commanded to you, and you are to say that we are just unprofitable servants, and we have done that which was our duty to do. That's one of the most profound lines there in the in the scripture. You know, forgiveness. Forgiveness is our duty as a Christian. And we are simple servants and we are unprofitable servants. And when you and I forgive, we can say just as Jesus said, that we have done that which is our duty to do. That's, that's just who we are. We are a forgiving people. Why? Because we serve a forgiving God. But let's say we continue to hold grudges. 
let's say we continue to be bitter. Let's say we continue not to talk to so-and-so or do this or say this. Then we are not the children of God, but rather we are the children of the one who rules this world. And that's Satan. And thinking about this, I want to show, here's the last point that I want to bring up. And if you would, let's turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18. And I want to discuss again here. If you look at verse 21, when you get there, look at what Peter says. The Bible says in verse 21 of Matthew 18, Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me? And shall I forgive him? Till seven times? And Jesus saith unto him, I say unto thee, until seven times seven. Therefore, now he goes into a parable. It is the kingdom of heaven like unto a certain king, which would take account of his servants. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which owed him ten thousand talents. But forasmuch as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife, and his children, and all that he had, and payment to be made. The servants therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, I will pay all. Then the Lord of the servant was moved with compassion, and loosed him, and forgave him the debt. And the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence. And he laid hands on him, and took him by the throat, and said, Pay me that thou owest. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet, and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry and came and told their Lord all that was done. And his Lord, after he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt, because thou desires me. Should not thou also have compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? And his Lord was wroth and delivered him to the tormentors till he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise shall my heavenly father do also unto you. If ye from your hearts forgive not every one his brother their trespasses. This is one of the, a great parable. And let's talk about this just for a quick minute. You have a king and you owe this king. The Bible says in verse 24, 10,000 talents. I heard a sermon the other day when this is converted to money today. Did you know that 10,000 talents, if, if the math was right, that this was $7 million? $7 million. Now imagine you owe an authority that much money. And then in verse 24 or verse 25, when you had not paid it, then your wife was to be taken away from you. Then your children were to be taken from you. And all your possessions that you had were to be taken from you. And payment was demanded to be made. Knowing good and well that you could not pay that money off. And notice verse 27. Here's what forgiveness really is. Verse 27. Then the Lord of that servant. That servant that owed him so much had compassion and loosed him and forgave him of that debt. 
You see, what forgiveness really is, forgiveness really is having compassion on other people. No matter what they've done to you, have compassion. And that's the, the, the root of forgiveness. It takes faith and it takes compassion to truly forgive someone. But I want you to notice, look at all that compassion that was shown to him. But notice when he goes off and someone else owes him money, which was a hundred pence, which is far, far, far way less than what he just got loosed of. He grabbed him and said, pay me what thou owest. Give me the money. I need it. Now the king or the Lord hears about it and says, you're wicked. Let's stop right there. Look at the parallels of this parable. The Lord or the king here represents God. The man who owed so much, in a sense, represents us. But we were forgiven by the blood of Christ. And now, since God gave his best for our huge debt, then when someone does the smallest thing to us, or when something when someone does anything to us, we, in a spiritual sense, grab them by the throat. Sometimes it, it comes to physical blows, which is sad. But that's what happens. And we get mad at someone who's done far less to us than what we've done to the Father. And we can't forgive them, truly forgive them. And you notice... The Lord calls that person wicked. Did you know, let's make this personal. Did you know that when we don't forgive, truly as God does, we are wicked servants? Well, Jordan, that's really harsh. No, that's what the Bible says. We are wicked servants if we can't do that. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be a wicked servant of God. And look at the text. Verse 33 Shouldn't thou also have compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? And the Lord was wroth, and delivered him to the tormentors, till he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise, so heed, take heed, shall my heavenly Father do to you, if from your heart you forgive not every one, his brother their trespasses. The tormentors and the wrath of God is waiting for you and waiting for me if we truly can't forgive. He's waiting. Well, how can you say that? Because the Lord just said it himself. He said, and likewise, meaning the same thing will happen to you and it will happen to me if we don't forgive. We must have compassion and we must have the pity of the father to really forgive. But if you're so self-vindicating to yourself, so self-vindicating to your own struggles, to what has befallen on you, you'll be selfish. You'll be wrathful. You'll be bitter. You'll be angry. You'll be envious. You'll be jealous. 
and all of that mixed up together, you will face the wrath of God and I will face the wrath of God. And that's something that we don't want to do. And so the scriptures become real when we really talk about forgiving. Can we really forgive? Yes, we can. Can I really forgive like the father? Yes. And so that that should change your whole mindset when something's done to you or when something's done to me. Brother, I forgive you. Because ultimately, don't we want to all be together in heaven anyway? I'd say so. And so if my brother does something against me, I hope I would be able to forgive the message scripture talks about here. And I hope you will be able to do the same thing. And that's why it's such a good reminder for me and and for you all who are listening to really forgive, really have that sense of forgiveness that God has. God has done so much for us. He's had so much compassion. He's had so much pity. And he's given up so much for lowly servants like us. The least, the least we could do is to forgive others when they've trespassed against us. So that's the episode for today when the scripture becomes real. Man, it was such a good study for me today. Um, I really enjoy studying on forgiveness. And, uh, you know, this is something that, you know, I want to work on. You know, I'm not saying I'm perfect at anything we've discussed up to this point. You know, I'm a work in progress too, you know, but the goal of this podcast is not for me to, you know, show where I am or, or anything like that, but it's, it's for all of us to challenge our faith and grow together, you know, so we all can be great servants, not in each other's eyes, but, but for God. And so that's the uh, podcast for today. Just a quick update. Um, the last um, podcast we talked about, um, you know, having an app that is also still in the works. It's it should be coming pretty soon. Um, so look out for that. You could also follow when the scriptures become real on Twitter. If you just look up when the scriptures become real um, or you can look up the handle at Pew, P-U-G-H, J25, just the number 25. Uh, you should find when the scriptures become real. There you can find the link uh, to the podcast, and you can also um, hopefully enjoy some spiritual quotes and motivations for the day on there as well. Uh, Also, some really cool news. Um, I've been trying to get this podcast. Obviously, it's on YouTube, and it's on LinkedIn, um, but I've been trying to get it on iTunes uh, on the podcast app that comes preloaded on your phone or on your tablet or whatever you use. And I just got confirmation that iTunes has accepted when the scriptures become real. They've reviewed it and it is now on iTunes, which is great. Um, It is there. It is also on the iTunes um, podcast app, uh, which you can have on your phone. And so just look up when the scriptures become real and then you should see it there. Should be the only one with that name on there. Um, But hopefully that can reap some great benefits, not only for Christian people, but, you you know, you just never know who clicks on those things and how that can change the life of someone. So um, we ask that um, we could have your prayers for that, that that endeavor goes well and that you all will continue to support, share, like on YouTube, on LinkedIn, on Twitter. And now you can subscribe also on 
uh, iTunes. Again, thank you all uh, so much for your support. Thank you for listening. And, you know, let's just continue to grow our faith together. Let's continue to challenge each other. And let's continue to just help each other to get, you know, to be the best Christians and the best versions of ourselves uh, that we can be, not just for ourselves, uh, but for God. Thank you all.